Hey, welcome to the porch. We're out here every Monday with new episodes, so you can follow, subscribe, or whatever it is you have to do to get a notification so you can join us every week out here. Thanks for stopping by, and I hope you enjoy. So, I like to think that, you know, I'm kind of like, not dumb, you know, like I can kind of pick up on things quickly or like, um, you know, at least be like halfway decent at a good amount of things. Um, yeah. But we've been recently working on the new house that we bought. Congrats. And thank you. Um, Olivia's dad is like a contractor, like that's what he, he's done for 30 years or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he's like come in and he's just done a bunch of shit to it and it looks awesome. But like, um, you know, I was, uh, me and Olivia have been out there like trying to help him do stuff because... I feel like we should, you know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, like, he, like I said, he's been doing it for forever, and, like, he's just so good at what he does, and, like, he'll, like, I'm trying to help him, and then he's, like, saying shit to me and, like, moving super fast, and then he's, like, asking me to do this, this, and this, and I have no fucking clue what he's saying. <laughs> and, dude, if I feel like I'm a toddler, like, trying to do calculus. Like, I just feel like a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I've never, I wouldn't say I've never felt like that before, but like I said, it's just, it's so weird because it's, like, all stuff that's, like, logical and, like, you know, makes sense and it's measurements and this and that but like it's just something i've never really done before like i've i've done some like like basic woodworking shit you know what i mean but never right. anything like to that scale like doing stuff on a house or whatever and like yeah well, i and just also, feel I mean, like such a dumbass. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say there's probably nothing more humbling than working with somebody who like that's literally their profession you know what i mean it's like I don't know. I feel like I used this analogy the other day, but it's like it's like going to batting practice with like a, you know what I mean, like fucking Mike Trout. You know what I mean? Like you have no idea what right. the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like I don't know. It's like it's like it's picking up your local, you know, men's softball league player and asking him to take batting practice with the, the Los Angeles Angels. It's like he's not gonna know what the fuck is going on. I mean, maybe he will. Yeah. But. <laughs> You know, there's nothing more humbling than having somebody with years of experience treating you as if you've also had years of experience when you have no idea what the hell you're doing. And it's not it's not like he's doing it on purpose. Like he's just oh, no. trying to go and get shit done. And so like Abs- Yes. Yeah. I feel so bad and plus it's like her dad, you know what I mean? So there's always that little bit of like, oh God, I can't fuck up. Like I gotta impress him a little right, bit. You know right. what I mean? And, but I just I'm always have to uh, he'll be like, Hey grab me this blah 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 and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I've so never I'll heard do... that before. I don't know what any of that shit is and I'm fucking scared. Yeah. A few times I was like I was like, oh, I, I can figure it out, you know, and I go over and I look at, like, this just pile of, like, tools and other stuff, and I sit there like, uh, <laughs> like, like I'm looking at a fucking, I don't even know, I can't even come up with an analogy for it. You just, you just gotta give him something next, like, next time he tells you a tool you don't know, just give him anything, and then when he's like, why'd you give me this, you be like, that's what you said, just make him seem like he's the crazy person. Like, no, you specifically asked for that tool. You know, like, I'm not the idiot. You're the (laughs) idiot that asked for this, not me. (laughs) Well, he, uh, and he doesn't ever, he doesn't really call things by, like, what they actually are sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's like, give me the, give me the jiggy jag. And you're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Yes, dude, I swear to God. The other day, he's like, hey, grab me that handy dandy. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Give me that ding dang, not the one with the zest on it. I need the one that's plain. Sir, you're speaking like, in hieroglyphics. I don't know what any of this shit is. 
luckily, I had heard him call it that, like, before. Like, he didn't say it to me, but I heard him say it earlier to, I, I think he might, he might have said it to Olivia. And I was like, oh, I know what that is. I'm going to look smart. So I grabbed it, but then I was like, I, I like, second-guessed myself a little bit. I was like, oh, fuck, uh-huh. I really hope this is what he's talking about. I was like, this thing? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah. I was like, what's the actual name of this? And he, like, kind of sat there. He's like. I, I don't really know. I just have always called it a handy dandy. So I'm like, how would I fucking know that? Then? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the thing I was going to say. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot about contractors or whatever, but it's like, I feel like that's the type of job where it's like you're used to working with a same group of people that just kind of know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's well, the, and like, he that's does ingrained. a lot of stuff by himself. Okay. okay. So, but even more, what I was going to say not necessarily working with same people, but it's like working on a schedule, if that makes sense mm-hmm. to where yeah. like what you were saying is like, he's just, just fucking go, go, go. But he, cause it's like, yeah, like that, that's all he knows. You know what I mean? He's probably never yeah. approached a job like that with the intent of, you know, taking it slow and like, you know what I mean? It, it's always just been fucking got to get the job done. Yeah. And like, I, like I said, he is incredible dude. Like, he he goes and like works on like commercial stuff. Like he'll go into hospitals and like make staircases for them, or like like super nice houses and like yeah. He, I mean, shit that just comes with did, years of experience. Yeah, like he is like top of his profession. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like he's uh, he's amazing to watch work. Actually, it's it's really cool. But then, like I said, I kind of feel like a little toddler, and I feel like a dumbass. Like <laughs> <laughs> I get embarrassed because oh yeah, he's just doing shit. And I'm like, I have no idea what we're doing right now, man. And I've went Brother. on a couple jobs and helped him before. Yeah, and I felt the same way, but it was it wasn't like one time we were putting in like a a ceiling, like taking boards across the ceiling. It looked really fucking cool. Yeah, but like. I was like, that's easy enough. Like, I hand him a board, or I, I take this pile of wood and I move it over here. You know what I mean? Like, I can yeah, do that yeah. shit. I can handle it. Struggle that work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I told him, I actually told him the other day, I was like, I was like, man, I'll, I'll help you do whatever. I was like, you know, but I know what I'm good at. Like, I can pick heavy shit up and move it somewhere for you. But, like, I don't really I don't, know. I don't know what the else. fuck a handy-dandy is, so I'm not going to help yeah. you in that department. He just, he just kind of laughed. He's like, yeah, it's all right. I'll teach you. Like, okay, but, oh, God. Uh-oh. Boogie's pissed. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't mean to slow you down. Like, I feel bad for... Well, yeah, because like I mean, stop and explain. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it also puts you in a weird, like, I don't want to say a weird spot, but it's like, like you were saying, first of all, it, it's the whole fact that it's Liv's dad. So it's like, you, you have that pressure on there. Two, he's helping you with your house. So it's like, yeah, you feel exactly. even more pressure that you need to be helping out because it's your house. So I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird situation, but I kind of know what you mean. Cause when I was, when I was in college, I, uh, I had to, I mean, I, I worked over the summers a lot and I mean, you might even remember this when I was doing landscaping with my cousin, you remember this? Oh yeah. I forgot you did that. Brother. I tell you what, that I've never felt dumber in my life than that summer. (laughs) Jesus age. I'll admit I'm the baby of the family. So like, you know, I never really did like mowing the grass and stuff. My brothers always did that. And like, it was always their thing like it was it was their way of getting money i guess like they would mow my grandma and grandpa's yard and they'd get money and you know what i mean so like due to timing in my life i never really had to do any landscaping i think i mowed my grandparents grass once and my grandpa was like yeah you fucking sucked at that never again (laughs) um that's not what my grandpa said he was a very kind gentleman he was just like yeah you did you did great but i'm gonna ask your brother to do it next time and i was like fair enough (laughs) um but anyways, yeah, in, in college, I, uh, over the summer, helped with my cousin's landscaping business, which I don't believe he owns anymore. I think they sold it. But uh, he, 
it was I I distinctly remember this. It, I was just helping them with all I was gonna do was was weed eating. I, I wasn't gonna run any of the mowers because like they mow fucking huge properties along with like people's yeah. houses like yeah they're so like they had the big fucking you know fancy rider what are they fucking called 360 no scope motion sensor lawnmowers you know what i'm talking about a zero turn yeah those <laughs> don't know why i made them sound more complicated <laughs> than they were um but anyways they were very clear that like all we need to do is like just to weed eat and i was like okay i've never done that but like can't be that hard right and uh, I go, my my cousin picks me up the first day because I didn't know, like, where the place was, so he was just driving me out there. And it's like, it was like 6.37 in the morning, mind you. And he was like, Cameron, here's the weed eater you're going to be using. You ever use one? I was like, nope, can't say that I ever have. He was like, all right, here's all you do. You just line it up with this edge, and you just do And he just, like, fucking starts doing everything flawlessly and, like, explaining it to me. <laughs> And he's like, and if you ever need to edge it, because there's a sidewalk, here's how you edge it, and here's how you do all this and all that. And he's like, now give it a shot. And I was like, Sean, I'm going to need you to repeat every fucking thing you just <laughs> said, brother, because I didn't get any of that. And uh, he was like, here, just, just give it a shot. And he just had me like weedy this area. And he's like, yep, you're good to go. And I was like, you're about to take me to businesses that pay you money to <laughs> professionally you know, cut their grass, and you're just gonna let me loose on the property and do whatever? All right, homie, it's your loss. And like <laughs> the the first property we went to, um, you know, they were like, "Hey, so we've got, I don't know, like seven places we got to go to today. So like we need to be done here within like an hour and a half." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure, no problem." And dude, I kid you not, it was maybe like. We were at, like, the hour mark. I had maybe done, like, a quarter of what I was supposed to do to where, like, all the other people <laughs> had to, like, fucking help my dumb ass because I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, I, I think I got better over the summer, but I'm pretty sure my last day was probably the best day for them because they're like, thank God that liability is now gone. <laughs> so I totally get where you're coming from where it's, like, people explaining shit to you and it just does not. It seems like it should register immediately, but it just does not register. Yeah. Well, and like, at least, at least he's cool about it. Like he's, I don't know. I, I don't, I hope he doesn't get like frustrated or irritated with me, but if he does, he doesn't show it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that, that was the same with me. Like not only, not only my cousin, but like even, you know, my cousin, like his business partner at the time and like the other people that worked with him. They were all super fucking cool. They were just like, yeah, you've just never fucking done this. Like, it's very obvious, but, like, we're not going to, you know. I mean, they poked fun, I guess, here and there. But it was never with, like, malicious intent. You know what I mean? Right. It it was always just kind of just like, yeah, we're working in the sun all fucking day. We have to kind of crack jokes or else it's going to suck. Yeah. (laughs) It's one one of those situations. That was a fun summer, though. I think that was probably, like, the best shape I was ever in in college because... I was working outside all summer. Yeah. Good time. Well, you you remember when I worked um, for the city that one summer? Just like yes. mowing and doing shit like that? Yeah. That was probably like my favorite job I've ever had. Even though it Dude, was just I'm, a summer job. Like it was well, so and fun. Here's, here's the thing. And I think we've talked about it before, whether it be on the pod here or whether it be just privately. But like. I think it's just, it's being outside. You know what I mean? Like, to me, oh, there's yeah. nothing worse. Like, so this, I mean, you know, I've told you, I think, but like these past past month and a half, two months, I've had to work at the Board of Education while school's been out for the summer. And like, mm-hmm. yes, it's been hotter than shit outside, but like, nothing sucks more than sitting at my desk from 8 a.m. or well, 8.30 a.m., until four in the afternoon, just looking outside at like a beautiful day and just being like, I can't go outside. Like I, like I'm not allowed to go out. Like it just sucks. And so although jobs outside, you know, whether it be landscaping or whatever, although they are, you know, they're tough because of the heat and whatnot. It's like, there's just something so great about them. Cause like, yeah, I get to spend my whole day outside. I get to enjoy the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And 
I don't know, like, I don't know. Luckily, my job, like, it sucks when school's in because I have to go and see a lot of kids in school. But, like, yeah. every now and then, like, I can take kids, like, they want to go to the park or something. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I'll take them to the park. Yeah. Like, it's just nice being outside. And, yeah. Um, like, coaching, you know, being outside constantly with that. It just, I don't know. It, it just makes you feel good. And I don't know if that's just, like, the, I don't know what you get from the sun. Like, the natural vitamins or whatever you yeah. get from the sun. They say that that, like, helps with, like, your mood and stuff, which is cool. Oh, I think, I think it absolutely does. I mean, I think that's why, you know. The, there's the whole like seasonal depression people get in the winter and it's like because there's the lack of sunlight and you're you're pretty much forced to stay inside unless you want to freeze your balls off um yeah so, i think i yeah, get that you know, <laughs> oh no i absolutely get it i mean especially you know here in japan i mean the town that we live in now is a little different but when i was living in the town before which i guess i can say the town it's not like anybody's gonna hunt me down there when i was living in okuizumo I mean, we would get, I think the last the last winter that my wife and I were there, the snow went up to, I think, my hip. And I'm no giant, but I mean, that's still a shit ton of snow. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you, you pretty much are just forced to stay inside and like, you know, the, the town will be like, hey, don't fucking, don't go out unless you absolutely have to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when I was when I was there, dude, yeah, it absolutely hits you where it's just like, it's just a it's a de- depression because it's like I can't go, I can't do, I'm stuck in my apartment. You just get fucking bored. You want sunlight. You want nature. You want outside. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I I love being outside. I want to be same. more. I want to do more stuff outside, like recreationally yeah like i guess coaching could technically fall under that umbrella but like i don't know like i feel like especially when we go to that new house it's out in the country so like i'm i have a lot more space to like you know do shit outside like you know my yard now it's like very it's not a yard (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) So I can't ever just like go outside and just hang yeah. out in my yard. You know, I look like a crazy person like sitting on the side <laughs> of the street, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And I'll have like a deck or a porch or anything, but um, at the new house, like it's it's awesome. I, I have a lot more space, and I I can't wait to go out and be one with nature. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, that uh, you know you and I were talking the other day about how like, you know, every business should allow you to take like a one hour nap in the day. Cause you'd be a lot more productive. Yes. Well, we should just chalk in another hour of like outside, outside time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get a one hour nap and you get a one hour outside time. That'd be incredible. Yeah, dude, it would make work less miserable. I feel like I, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. But, but, you'd have to work <laughs> like an extra two hours or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely would. <laughs> but. Speaking of nature and stuff, here's a little fun little tangent. So, my wife and I have been watching this anime called Dr. Stone. <laughs> Just saying that, what do you think it's about? Well, I'll start with that. A guy who does surgery on rocks and minerals. Well, I can see how you deduced it down to that, but you're very <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, no, it's actually it's it's a really interesting show because it's a concept that I've never kind of really thought about. Um, so to to sum it up as easily as possible. The main character is this kid who has been obsessed with science his whole life. Like, he, he just loves science. He's a big science guy. And when he is a high school student, so probably like 16 or 17, I think, something happens, and I'm sure the show will elaborate, but 
we've only finished season one, so I don't know the whole reasoning. But there's something that happens that turns every, um, I want to say living creature, but for the sake of me just being right, I know humans for sure, turns them all to stone. They're all just, what's the word, just petrified or whatever? Like they're just turned into stone. They're still alive, but they're frozen as stone. Like Medusa? Yes, exactly like that. And the only people who survived it was this group of, like, six people that were in space. They were astronauts. And um, so, anyways, what happens is this main character, he, being the big brainiac that he is, he counts how long that he was frozen in stone until he finally gets to break out because of a, a chemical reaction that he later figures out what it is. But... um. He ends up being stuck in stone until like the year 5,000 or something. And the whole world is now just taken over. It's essentially, the premise of it is, he is a man from modern day, so our time. So he has the knowledge of everything we've experienced, but he now lives in the Stone Age. Because the world has reverted back to the Stone Age with no one being alive taking care of the world. Or not taking care of the world, but you know what I mean? Like, the world has reverted back to the Stone Age. And so, yeah, it's really interesting. And, like, his whole thing is, like, trying to get Earth back to the modern era with science and, like, getting everybody out of the stone um, that they're stuck in. And it's, I don't know, it's really interesting. And the point, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because recently it's had me thinking, you know, or I guess, sorry, there's one more key point of the show because that's what this whole thing I'm about to say is based on. One of the another person that he breaks free from stone because he figured out the chemical reaction is this dude who believes that the world was not what it should be, that science was too big of a role in the world and it caused people to it essentially was the result like science created war, it created like, you know, rich people who didn't care about it. Like it, it created conflict in the world. And so this meathead dude is like, I don't think we need science. I'm going to prevent you from freeing everyone from stone because I want a world without science. And the main character, the hero, is like, well, fuck you. I'm going to make a world with science again. So it got me thinking, if that were to happen to you and I, if you and I were to be frozen into stone and to go forward to the year 5000, which allegiance would you pledge? Would you join Team Science? Not saying you have to do any science, but would you be on Team Science? Or would you be on Team No Science? Hmm. Um. I don't know, cause I can see, I can kind of see both sides of like the argument, you know, like I know. Um. Obviously, I think science is a good thing, like as far as medicines and you know technology and stuff like that. But then I can also see like wanting to be more. I don't think mm. primal's the word, but like, um, right. I don't know. Maybe I guess primal. I don't know. Um, I get what you. I think I get what you're saying. I mean, all. But if all I had to choose, that's tough to choose. I know, right? It it really is like a. I don't want to say a brain teaser, but it's like, you know, it puts you puts you on a line because I'm in a similar spot with you where it's like. Yeah, obviously, science is great. You know, it's given us a lot of great things like medicine and, you know, a lot of useful things throughout history, things that we, I would say, would, we need, you know. But at the same time, I also get where the other character's coming from in this sense of, like, you know, maybe this was a huge reset button for us to kind of reevaluate how the world was and to try to take it in a different direction. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think, it's just. I think I'm. Sorry, I was just gonna say. I think I'm leaning towards the uh, towards the non-technology guy. Hey, look at you! I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's an interesting show. It's it. Like I said, it's just really neat because I, I'm. I don't know. Maybe there is. I haven't seen another show that you know 
with this kind of topic, with this kind of storyline, where it's like, like I said, it's someone from the modern era who essentially goes, doesn't go back to the Stone Age, but is forced to live in the Stone Age again. And like, I don't know, the interesting thing without ruining too much, I don't, I don't think this is ruining the show at all, but um, the astronauts that survived the initial everyone turning to stone came back to Earth and like, they had kids and like they made a village together and like the main character ends up meeting that village and like they have kind of formed their own life and their own society. And he's like, okay, but like, what about science? Let me teach you this shit. And they're all like, that's just sorcery. That shit's not real. And like, I don't know. It's wild. It, it's really cool. It's really, it's a, it's a really neat show that I don't know. I, I've never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that sounds like a really cool show, actually. Yeah, it's a really neat concept. I mean, the thing is, with it being an anime, you know, it's there are some childish moments here and there, but it's like, I don't know. It's it, it's neat. It's a neat, neat show. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because we watched it today, and I was, it was on my mind. It was fresh on the old dome. Yeah. That's that's cool, and it's kind of funny you say that because um, I was listening to uh, Pardon My Take. Um, Shout out Pardon My Take, guys. We we go way back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been at AWL for four years now, no big deal. Um, Anyway. No big deal. No, it's been longer than that. It's been like five, six years, actually. Anyway. Um, anyway, and they had they had um, the Liver King on. If you know who that is, I do know who that is. And it's funny because, like, when I, like I, I would see him on like Twitter or whatever. Like, I don't follow him. I don't even know if he has a Twitter, but like, I'd see videos of him or whatever that people posted on Twitter, and I'm like, this guy freaking looney tune like <laughs> yeah like this dude's all fake he's just doing this for the show of it you know what i mean whatever and then right. they had him on and like listening to him talk like it still might just be mostly for show and to make money whatever like yeah i get that but like he actually did like kind of make some good points i thought um not everything he said there's a few things where I was right. like, okay, dude, that's a little, <laughs> yeah, that's a little out there for me. But I don't know, just like being more like, um, I don't want to say in tune with nature, but like it, a lot of the health stuff, like being more healthy by being, you know, more. He he calls it primal, but like. I don't know, just, like, trying not to put processed stuff into your body or, like, yeah, um, you know, working out every day, like, and treating that as, like, you know, you're doing this so that you can get to eat because, like, our, you know, people a long time ago, like, he says, like, our ancestors, um, they used to have to hunt and stuff to be able to eat so like if you kind of treat it as you're doing this so that you can be able to eat it's almost more fulfilling or more rewarding yeah um when you kind of treat it that way and then eating correctly and like um spending more time outdoors and things like that and he said he says it's really good for like your mental health as well as your physical health, which I could definitely see. And like, I don't know, there's yeah. some of the things that like I do want to try to like start doing. Um, but then also he like doesn't wear deodorant, and I'm like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna walk <laughs> around and just smell like ass. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's that's the thing. It's funny that you bring that up because like. You know, not saying that this is where, like, I don't know, not saying that you were like this, but just the Liver King, his lifestyle is a good example of this. And, like, there's other lifestyles of it or, like, other lifestyles like this. But it's, like, 
you don't have to fucking go all in on that shit. You know what I mean? Like you said, he made a couple of good points, so you can follow those couple of good ones, and then the other stuff that you think is asinine or, like, you know what I mean? Like the deodorant thing. You don't have to do it. It's just like, it's a crazy thing that I think people often forget, myself included. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm above everybody. Like, you know, these lives are all our own to live. Like, you know what I mean? Something that works for somebody doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And something that works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. But it's just like, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, if you've enjoyed your day, like if you are content with how you've lived your life, that's what matters, man, you know? And so, and so like, you know, the, I feel like people give that liver king, and I don't know much about him. I just have seen him on Twitter, like you said. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is a crazy nut job, but it's like, he goes to bed probably happy as fuck and good for him, you know? Like the same as somebody who goes to McDonald's and eats that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They probably go to bed content as can be. Like I, I don't know. It's like it's your life, dude. <laughs> do it. Do what makes you happy. Cause you only get one shot at this fucking thing. So I don't know. Yeah. But, well, and this kind of goes hand in hand. You know, we've talked a lot about just trying to lose weight and be healthier and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I especially like health does affect your. Your oh, it physical absolutely health does. affects your mental health. Just it absolutely much, does, you know dude. I mean? This past, this past like two weeks, I've really fucking crashed on not drinking pop so much and stuff, and like, I've drank regular because being at the BOE, being at the Board of Education, just zaps my energy. So, I've drank like energy drinks here and there. I've I've drank regular cola instead of like the sugar free one that I usually drink, and dude, I felt like absolute ass the past couple days because of it. And, like, I know that's what it is. Like, I just feel – it sounds crazy, but it's, like, it feels like there is sludge in my body. As opposed to when I was drinking, like, you know, my coffee in the morning and then water for the rest of the day. Like, it, it genuinely feels like there's sludge in my body. And I know what it is, but, you know, I still made the choices that I made, so. Yeah. But real quick before we get off the liver king thing the last thing i was going to say about him though is like you know like he pointed out like that's how our fucking ancestors lived like obviously we wouldn't be here today if people didn't live like that before you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's like yeah it might seem crazy to people now because we're used to the luxury of like literally fucking eat fresh you can just order shit and have whole meals delivered to you that you make you know what i mean like yeah, the, the concept of going out and hunt, hunting your own food and that shit is very bizarre to certain people. But it's like, nah, dude, that's that's how people do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. It's just it's just kind of cool. And like I said, I I, I do want to kind of try to do like we were talking about, be outside more, like recreationally, and trying not to eat so much like processed shit, like trying to eat more fresh things. Um, yeah. He eats liver like every day. Obviously, that's why they call him the liver king or whatever. I was going to say, like, is that why they call on, him the liver king? He's big on that. But I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to go out and eat liver. I don't know if I've ever actually had liver. Hey, liver, liver can be good. It can also be terrible, but it can, it can be good. <laughs> but he says that like, animal liver has like so many like good vitamins and like everything you need for yeah, your body like in it which it's i don't know it's but. very healthy it's very healthy but i will say this it can have a very strong iron taste because it's fucking it's blood you know what i mean like it's it's the liver like i don't know what else to tell yeah. you yeah <laughs> so you know it's it's a mixed bag sometimes yeah. He also says there's, like, pills that you can get if you don't want to like, yeah. actually eat the liver. Yeah, there so, I'm pretty sure there are. I don't know. Just something I've kind of contemplated doing. And well, I have, like I said, when I move out to my new house, it's in the country. And even yeah. before I, like, you know, started thinking about all that, I did, like, think, like, I wanted to, like, maybe start a little garden or something and, like, 
try to eat well, more like stuff like that and then like um I get that butcher box. I don't know if we've talked about that before or not. We uh, have. We have. Yeah. Like maybe pairing some stuff from the garden with that and like I feel like that'd be like a really clean like Yeah. A garden's meal. great. I don't know. Diet. I would <laughs> would recommend a garden, but before you get all bare grills on us, I would recommend you go back and listen to episode 3 of this podcast. And remember that we established we cannot live in the wild, so. Well, I'm not just going to go into the woods with a loincloth or anything and just try to survive. <laughs> I still have my AC that I can, you know, <laughs> run into. Jesus, dude. The, the AC, okay, that right there, going back to the whole team science, team no science, AC is the only reason I'm on team science now. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's, I That's need a very AC strong point. Um, no, speaking of things that we've been watching and, uh, things that we've been, uh, consuming in terms of media, haha, see what I did there? Um, I wanted to talk about this. This is, I I don't know if you're aware of this. There is a show on FX, and it's on Hulu is where I watched it, called Welcome to Wrexham. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? That's, uh... The soccer with Brian yes. Reynolds and yes. Uh, do you know the whole? It's always sunny. I can't remember that. Yes. Do you know the whole story behind this and the whole Rex? Like, do you know? Do you know the premise of this? Um, I know it's about soccer. Good. Good start. Um, did they like buy that soccer team? Yes, they did. Okay. They being Ryan Reynolds and Rob, I can never say his last name, Rob McElhenney? McElhenney? I don't know how to say it. The guy from It's Always Sunny. Um, So here's the thing. You know I'm a big soccer guy. And for people who don't like soccer or people who prefer to be be called football, strap in because I'm going to call it soccer a whole bunch. Um, I'm also going to get very serious about soccer here for a little. So, Wrexham is a place in Wales, but they play in the English tier system of soccer. And I think I've explained this to you before, but the way it's set up is like there are levels and you either get promoted or relegated from those leagues. You following me so far? Yes. Okay. So there are four top professional levels. So the very top one being the Premier League. That's the one that, like, everybody knows um, with, like, you know, Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, all those big teams that everyone knows. There's the Premier League. Then below that is the Championship. And then you have League One and League Two. So if this would be easier for you, we can think of it in terms of baseball, right? The very top would be MLB. Below that would be your uh, AAA, AA, single A. Think of it like that. We still good? Yeah. Okay, cool. So imagine we'll use the Yankees as an example because that's the example they use in episode one of uh, Welcome to Wrexham. So imagine the Yankees did so terrible that they were like the worst team in the MLB. They would go down to AAA, and then they would have to play against AAA teams. And imagine that they keep doing so terrible, they eventually got down to the single-A baseball. Okay. You still with me? Yeah. <laughs> now imagine that they were so bad at single A baseball they went one more league below. That oh, is like where Wrexham plays in England. Yeah, like beer league. <laughs> that is where Wrexham plays in the terms of English football, English soccer. So there's a little bit so about Wrexham. So they're bad. You could say that, yes. Um and so, these Ryan Reynolds and Rob bought this team, not knowing much about soccer, I believe, uh, in the hopes of making them a, a good enough team to eventually get to the Premier League. Um, it's an incredible idea. It's going to take a lot of money and a lot of time, I would imagine. But I, the reason why I want to talk about this I've been trying to get you on the soccer bandwagon for a long time, and I don't think I ever will, but I'm never going to give up. 
and I told you a while back when we were playing D&D that you should look at Leeds United in the Premier League because they have an American coach. They have three American players right now, and there's kind of this running joke that they are like America's team in the Premier League. Um, so if anyone listening is trying to get into soccer, maybe that check out Leeds United if you're interested in that. Um, but I wanted to tell you that you should watch this Welcome to Wrexham thing because I don't know. I think it's I think it's going to be very interesting. There will be episode three and four come out this coming week when this episode comes out. They'll be out a couple days after our episode comes out. Um, but I don't know. It's it just seems it seems like it's going to have so much potential, and it it seems like it's going to be a really cool story of these two Hollywood stars jumping into the world of football and trying to make something out of it. I don't know. I just I just want to talk about it. It's so inter- it's very interesting to me. Well, like the reason why it's so interesting to me though is because like you know usually so like usually when people buy soccer teams it's usually like these huge fucking millionaire billionaires who like just own sports teams if that makes sense you know what i mean like the craft family who own the patriots and whatnot and like it's the those types of people like people that you, i guess people that you don't really know about like they're not in the limelight you just know that they have a shit ton of money if that makes sense and it's either that or it's like previous soccer players so like david beckham bought like an MLS team, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. It's not every day that you see these two actors invest their money into a soccer team, let alone a team like who the fuck knows Wrexham? You know what I mean? Like it's not like they went out and bought like a huge club that everyone knows. Like they bought a team in the fifth tier of professional soccer in England. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's wild. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting thing. And I want, I want more people to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cool. Like you said, they bought this like little, like failing soccer team. Like, it's not like they went out and bought like a super, big successful yeah team so like that's pretty cool yeah and like the big the big reason behind it from what i watched was like um the rob whose last name i cannot say the dude from it's always sending philadelphia he grew up in philadelphia you know hence kind of the show thing um and he he compared wrexham to like being a working class town like philadelphia and like that was what kind of drew him in and that he really liked the the whole promotion relegation system in the uh, English soccer world. And, like, I don't know, that was what pulled him in. I, I still don't really understand how he landed exactly on Wrexham, but he did, and I don't know, man. It's just – it's one of those things, right, that it's either going to be a huge success or it's going to be a huge failure. Yeah. Like, there's no middle ground on this. It's uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to me. I think I think it's interesting to me because like, soccer is still not huge in America. It has grown a lot, but it is not huge by any standard. Yeah. And I just, it's things like this that I feel like could make it huge. I mean, not yeah, just this, I, but it like, definitely could. Sorry, I, 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 I knew I would get deep into this world of soccer, and I know that you don't know a lot about it, but it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just like, uh, I think it's clear to say that like there are talented athletes in America. We've produced many a talented athletes, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I just, I dream of what we could be in the world of soccer if just like half of our athletes played soccer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. People make the joke. Like, I mean, just imagine, like, people have made the joke before, but it's, I don't know. Imagine if people who don't make the NBA decided to play soccer instead. 
Like, if, instead of playing basketball their whole life, they played soccer. Could you imagine a fucking seven-foot goalkeeper? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, show me I, – I, I mean, I don't know the statistics here. But show me another country that regularly produces athletes between the height of like six three to seven foot. Because like, like it's the not much. I was gonna say the amount of athletes that we have in America in that height range is insane. <laughs> like, I just, it just blow. I mean, I don't know. There's just so much potential for America to have, like, probably one of the greatest soccer teams in the world. If I just, I'm, I'm just saying, hear me out here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Imagine you have, like, Tyreek Hill at striker. Ain't nobody fucking catching him. Yeah. Imagine you have a defense of, like, fucking, again, like, LeBron James. Fucking... Who's that dude? Fucking plays for the Celtics. Uh, fucking, fucking Taco Fall. Fucking these <laughs> these giants playing defense. No one's gonna win a header against them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, dude. We just there are great athletes in America, and if just half of them would have played soccer growing up, we would have thirteen World Cups. Guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really uh, that's a really like fun thing to think about. Because um, yeah, like you said, I mean, take you know even half of like the NBA or the NFL and hell maybe even baseball. You know what I mean? And like put yeah. like make them to where they played soccer their whole life, and then they like have an American soccer team or whatever that would compete against these other big yeah, teams from everywhere else. I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is just me being stupid American, like whatever, but I feel like we would probably dominate. We probably would. Well, and here's the thing, like people don't realize this. Like the, well, was it 94 or 98? When America first hosted the World Cup, it might have been 98. Um, or was it just... No. When was it? I got to look this up because this is going to drive me crazy. I don't think it was 2002. Um, America World Cup. Regardless of when it was. Um, but, like, when America hosted the World Cup, that was when we had our first big, huge soccer boom. We didn't even have a professional soccer league. Well... We kind of did, but the MLS, which is now the highest tier of professional soccer in America, was not established until I think after we hosted the first, like hosted the World Cup. Um, really? Yeah, I believe so. Or if it was established, it wasn't nearly what it was. But like, we had a huge soccer boom after hosting the World Cup in 2006. It was. I wasn't even fucking close. Um. But we, we had this huge soccer boom, and as a result, you know, we're now starting to see these big players like, you know, uh, Serginho Dest, who plays for Barcelona. You have Christian Pulisic, who's currently on Chelsea, but he's probably going to go somewhere else. You have Giovanni Reina, who plays for Borussia Dortmund. All these big clubs in Europe who, like, that was an astronomical feat when we, you and I were kids, but it's like now – we're producing those athletes, like we're producing soccer players who can play on those levels regularly. And it's like, we could have been doing that a long time ago if fucking LeBron James would have picked up a soccer ball instead of a basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. And the crazier thing is in 2026, the 20 year anniversary, uh, America, America, Canada, and Mexico will host the world cup again. And I can only imagine that we'll have another soccer boom. And who knows? Maybe then maybe then we'll turn into something. But I just, yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. It's crazy to think that if, like we said, half of the NFL, like half of the NFL athletes and half of the NBA and maybe some baseball players would have played soccer, 
we could have probably easily changed the landscape of soccer across the world. You know what I mean? Like, like what teams expect from certain positions. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, dude. You have the basketball players play defense because they're all above six foot five. You have the baseball players play midfield because they have insane stamina. And then you have the football players play maybe goalie, but definitely striker because they're all fast as fuck. I mean, we consist like I don't I don't know how else to put it. We consistently have athletes who can run like under a four four forty. You know what I mean? Like yeah. What? <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. It's nuts. It's crazy to think about. Not to bring up, pardon my take again, but they kind of did this thing, uh, kind of like we're talking about, but with, um, what's it called? Is it called handball? Yes, that is a sport. Where like, I don't... it's like soccer, but you throw the ball instead, yes. basically. Yes, yes. Um, and they were like, they were like, America would be the greatest handball team in the world. Like, imagine Patrick Mahomes, like, slinging a fucking handball. Like, yeah, no one's going to stop it. <laughs> no. Well, and that's like, you know, I I love American football. I, I love it to my core. I think it's one of the greatest sports on the world. Like, in the world, it, it's, it's a great game. But at the same time, because we are one of the few countries that play it professionally – like, I don't know, dude. I think it, it like, it's just one of those things where it's like because because we have the big four. Realistically, it's more of the. I mean, yeah, the big four: football, basketball, ice hockey, baseball. Like those are our sports. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, as a result, as a result, you just never see. Yeah, you, know, you don't see those other sports. You don't see handball. You don't see. I don't even think anybody plays cricket in America. You know what I mean? Like. There are all these other sports that, like, yeah, we could dominate, but we've put all our money and it focus into these four sports, and that's good enough for us. Yeah. Soccer, I think soccer is probably the only sport that isn't one of the big four in America, but, like, is starting to slowly creep up into where we we produce players on a global scale. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's creeping up for sure. It's it's definitely gaining popularity. Yeah, I'll say this to as my closing argument about soccer. Even if you don't like the sport, if you love America, you should absolutely just be following the Americans in soccer and like seeing what is going to happen next. Because I promise you we're on the brink of something happening in the future. Like, I don't know, dude. It, a tidal wave, I feel, I feel like a tidal wave is coming. We might be old old farts when it comes, but I, it, there's a tidal wave coming for Americans in soccer. <laughs> I feel it. I yeah, feel it in my I mean, plums. I, I can see it. Because like you said, we have just so many of these really, really good athletes that you know, because there's such a limited size of, you know, athletes on like a basketball, like a, you know, professional basketball yeah. or uh, football teams are a lot bigger. But, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, if we just took that, the the best of the athletes that don't play basketball or football or whatever, and like, yeah. you know, see what, them you know start to drift towards soccer, like, we could definitely see a huge... Change. Yeah, you know what it's going to take? Well, not necessarily going to take, but it would be similar to, I don't me- exactly remember when it happened, but it would be similar to when football teams started taking, like, power forwards to play tight end. Yeah. It's going to be something like that, where it's like these athletes who who played multiple sports, you know, in high school and college or whatever, don't necessarily blow up in one sport. And so the other sport comes a knock in and it's like, yeah, it just, it translates. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's going to be something like that. I, I can feel it, feel it. And I'm so excited for it. And you know, we don't really talk about sports in depth on this podcast, but God bless it. It felt good to do it. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's just so ex- like like I said, it's just so exciting. It's I don't know. It's it's just something to watch. Like like I said, even if you don't know a lot about soccer, follow the Americans. Use that as your as your doorway in because the world of soccer is so insane. It's nuts. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I just I have a hard time like fully fully getting into it because for one I don't know shit about it. I don't know any of the players. Yeah. And like you've said before, I think we've even talked about it on here before, like the leagues and how all that shit is set up is just very, very confusing. Yeah. Uh, what is it? There's a, there's a clip going around right now of uh, what's um, what's his name? Patty, the UFC fighter and president from Barstool. Yeah, Dave. Where Yeah, where Dave, Dave talks about how he made a bet for the Tottenham Hotspurs to win the Champions League. But he thought he was betting on like the Premier League, and it's like he he, he got his shit all <laughs> fucked up. And it's I I I can acknowledge that it is confusing, but I'll tell you this: you didn't know jack shit about hockey like three years ago, and now look at you. That is fair. That I'm is just very saying. Fair. I'm just saying it. It can be done. Yeah. No, it's definitely partly me just not being interested in it at all. <laughs> like that is... <laughs> it's definitely partly me fucking hating the sport. So that, that plays a role. <laughs> I wouldn't say I, I used to hate it, hate it. Like, Which doesn't make sense. I don't know why but... people hate it. I don't, like, whatever, man. Like, I can, if you're not into it, you're not into it. But there's no reason to fucking hate it. <laughs> I think it was mostly just because it kind of like rivaled football. Yeah, because um, the seasons. So I was like, fuck that, fuck soccer, you know. But then like, yeah. I don't know, I mean, a lot of our friend group played soccer, you know what I mean? So like. I'll just, yeah. Well, here here's my big thing. And again, I, I love American football. I love, I mean, I pay attention to basketball, like the NBA and stuff. I I will just say, and you know, I haven't experienced it a lot because I I follow Manchester United and yet I haven't been great recently, but they've never been in the situation where they'll go get relegated to the lower leagues. But like knowing that every game matters, because like that's what happens, right? In the NFL and in the NBA and stuff, it's like, okay, we had a point where we know we're not making the playoffs. So like we can just fucking piss these games away. That's not a thing in soccer. Like every game matters. Every game can you know, be the difference between you making the Champions League, which is the tournament of European teams, or like, you know, if you're a lower club, like every game is the difference between you staying in the Premier League and making a shit ton of money next year or going down a league and not making as much money. It's like, I don't know. Always having high stakes is fun. Yeah. And, well, I I definitely see that, you know, like, Basketball, this season's 82 games. Like, yeah. No one really gives a shit about every single game. And baseball, good lord. Yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> Soccer, so- if you're just talking about the Premier League itself, it's a 38 game season. You play every team twice. That's all it is. Granted, there are other competitions that teams will participate in, but the league itself is 38 games. Every team twice. Yeah. Easy. So nice. Yeah, but that is why, like, football, I think, is popular as well, is because there's 17 games now, and, like, oh yeah, yeah, for some teams, you know, if they lose a shit ton early, then, like, yeah, the later half of the season yeah, doesn't really matter, like, I... you know, but, like, for teams that are in the hunt or trying to make that, you know, wild card spot or whatever, yeah. like, that shorter I, season does make it to where everything, all the games do yes. matter. I will say American football does, like like you said, there are some teams where it's like, yeah, they just kind of fucking shit the bed early and they can't come back. But, like, American football does tend to have that where it's like once you start to get to the middle, of, towards the middle and the end of the season, every game fucking matters. Even games that your team isn't participating in can have implications. And that's why it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So imagine well, like that the, all season long. 
Yeah. It's great. But, I don't know. I we, We've talked about sports long enough, and now I'm all energetic before going to bed, but it's time to dish out some homework. What's and that? my homework for you and for people listening is to just find find an American soccer player that doesn't play in America. Just check them out, you know? See what's going on in their life. See how they're doing. Send them a message on Instagram. Don't do that. But you know what I mean. Okay. I will do that. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. We'll, we'll talk about it at the beginning of next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Hopefully. <laughs> Didn't really have a different way to end that, so. <laughs> oh, look at the time. Probably going to head out, but uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, make sure you like and subscribe to uh, get a notification. So you can join us every week on Mondays whenever we're out here talking about nothing. See ya.